This is Dai Zenshui X, the podcast, episode 119 for the week of March 9th, 2008. Welcome to Dai Zenshui X, the podcast, an extension of the all encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Dai Zenshui X. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of flashing. What? Model building. Model building. You know what? Good night. I've had enough. I'm going to get Smash Brothers. <laughs> Fuck you all. <laughs> no, not uh. me. You're not. I got to play Linky Poo. Linky Poo. Linky Poo. <laughs> oh. Another sword fetish. Let's say hello oh, to everyone. <laughs> Mary. Yes. Linky Poo. Hey, what's up, yo? Oh, man. You know, I wasn't of the... The Smash Brothers hype machine, because I, I, I know how I am. If I get, like, really looking forward to something, the days just drag on, so I try not to think about it. Right, right. I'm still in disbelief it's coming out now. <laughs> you know why I'm in disbelief that it's coming out now? Why? Because I've had no idea where I've been for the last <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good thing you don't remember about that night in jail. That was rough. Oh, ooh. I had to, you know, get you out on bail and everything. Sounds like good times. Julian, you been in jail? Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> oh, all right. What's going on with you? I haven't talked to you in a while. Oh, so I'm uh, finishing up the um, school year at the one school that I'm still at. You know, it's the junior high. <laughs> and I'm working on uh, preparations for my next job. It's kind of annoying because I don't know where I'm going to be till the very end of the month. And I kind of have to arrange my next apartment based on where I'll be. Ah, yes. It's going to be a fun last few days of March while I scramble to move. That is the catch-22, like rearranging new works and new livings and not knowing where one's going to be and having to plan the other one. Yeah. That's how life works. It's kind of interesting. Fun, huh? Yeah. Go life. I'll call up the moving people and be like, yeah, I need you to come help me move on this date. I'll tell you where we're going when you get here. <laughs> I don't know yet, but I'll let you know. Nice. What else is going on over there, though? Uh, well, not too much. I've uh, been... Over there being Japan, in case we haven't made that explicitly clear lately. Yes. I don't know. I'm um, Actually, lately I've been really working on getting in shape because I've been neglecting that for a while. Nice. But since the beginning of, well, since the middle of January, I've been going to the gym and I've been losing about kilogram every week or so. So, yeah. Nice. It's, I mean, I guess I'm still what you would consider to be overweight, but I'm very quickly approaching the upper threshold of what's considered normal. <laughs> and Julie's Julian, considered overweight, and I don't know what the hell normal. world we're living in. <laughs> well, I carry it well, but, you I know. guess? What? fuck are you talking about you're normal you're the coolest guy in the world what are you talking about okay fine <laughs> but it's nice to be in shape I, I agree i have not been able to like get out and run like i like to for the last I know, week you've been like you know you've been doing the the near daily run and then you know you got this whole wisdom tooth thing where you essentially can't do Move. any kind of physical activity in fear of straining your face it's been a pain in the ass because like my back hurts because i can't get up and move around and i hate it but we're mine. still talking to julian Yes. Um, anything other exciting going on over there? Oh, let's see. Well, let's see. Last week, I had my birthday, and there was the Hinamatsuri, which is the doll festival. Yeah, we talked about your birthday. What would you do for it? Oh, let's see. Well, I had choir rehearsal, so I didn't do too much, but a bunch of us went over to the steakhouse across the street from the uh, place where we were rehearsing and had lunch there. And steak is ridiculously expensive in Japan. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. We had hamburger steak, and I felt like for the same price, I could get a good-sized filet mignon back in the U.S. Yeah, probably. In spite of that, I had a pretty good time. 
and I've been just kind of, um, you know, working on stuff for the school, making plans for later, as su- such that I can, considering I don't know a whole lot right now. <laughs> uh, but good times. Oh, and I bought a new iPod, because my old one was starting to not be able to hold a charge, and I figured, you know, why not? Yeah, that's what mine's doing right now, too. It lasts maybe half an hour, 45 minutes, without being plugged in. But when I'm yep. at work, I just leave it plugged in all day, so it gets yeah. through the day. And my old one's a third generation. I figured I might as well trade oh, up. Oh, God, to yeah. One. Mine's fourth gen, so if mine's dying, then yours is probably completely dead. Yeah, but the new one's nice. It's uh, four times the storage space and thinner and has a color screen, and it was cheaper than my old one. And it can one. hold all 119 episodes of Daisenshu EX, the podcast. That's very true, and there's plenty of room left. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so we have to make lots of more episodes to fill up your iPod. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Mary, do we say anything going on with you? What's going on? Um, not really. You know, I, we were talking about fitness before, and I was good about going to the gym for about two or three months. Until and then, I stayed home. Until you stayed home, and then that meant I stayed home because I was worried all day at work. Like, oh my God, how is Mike's face? Is he bleeding? <laughs> so I'd run home, and then some days I would do a workout via on demand because I have a lot of good workouts there. And other days I'd just be like, ah, screw it. Today, however, I did one. It was a 30-minute one, and it totally... I'm feeling it now. It's kicking my ass. Like, I can barely lift my arms you know up. I hate you two. I cannot wait to get out and just run around like a madman again. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. All right. I want you to, like, Flail your arms over your head around the neighborhood. Like, ah! Hey, guys, I can move! I can move! (laughs) Well, you know, speaking of which, uh, for lack of something better to do last night, I actually biked, like, over halfway into Osaka and then back. Hot damn! Cool. Yeah. I mean, you're just Mr. Exciting. Yeah. Oh, but there is one other thing that is kind of halfway exciting, and it has a tangential relationship to Dragon Ball. Perfect. That's what I'm looking for right now. Masako Nozawa and uh, Mayumi Tanaka. Okay. And that is the latest One Piece movie. Oh, all right. Tell me. Now, this um, animates the chopper arc of the story. But oh, that's it, right. I heard they were doing this, but they're putting in later things into it, right? Later characters. So they're on their current ship with current members of the crew. So, for example, since you know this already, Robin replaces Vivi. Uh-huh. Um, well, I mean, I know it. <laughs> but, I mean, even the dub here has Robin with them right. now, right? So Yes. Okay. So, anyway, it's kind of strange. I mean, it's very clear that it's a sort of what-if situation. Right. But it's amazing how quickly you accept it. And I, I like found that, I, That's cool. I liked it a lot. I mean, the only thing is, of course, with Luffy being as powerful as he is right now, he kind of god-modes the end of the fight. Uh, uh, well, such is a Toei based on yeah. a TV series movie. It also has the movie 6 style animation, which, if you're not familiar... Oh, that was a weird it, one. There, there are some very beautiful backgrounds, very fluid animation, very excellent choreography, but the characters do not once look on model. So it's a trade-off, I guess. But you get to hear the voices. And that's, that's very what true. really matters. Mary, what were we watching? Like, Oh, <laughs> we were watching the second Fatal Fury OVA. Oh my god. <laughs> and every time someone opened a voice, I'm like, that's so-and-so. That's Hirotaka Suzuogi. That's... Who else was in there? I can't remember now. Um, Ishin. Oh, well, yeah, Ishin runs voice. Joji Anami was uh, Terry and Andy's master. And yeah, it's kind of funny. Immediately when they open their mouth, I can just pick out who it is. You know, Joji Anami was the Sky Knight. 
in the uh, yeah of course i know that my god anytime i hear that voice in the show i immediately must jump up at full attention and proclaim who it is okay <laughs> let's see just checking to make sure you do yeah all right so i guess uh that's plenty of stuff for you right now it is saturday evening i have recovered enough from wisdom teeth surgery to orchestrate a podcast for you right now i honestly didn't think it would happen i didn't think so either <laughs> i thought we were gonna have to record like little mini pieces here and there we actually have already recorded the topic um yeah, so but we did that like minutes before julian you know, <laughs> i know so my plan didn't really work out i didn't get any rest um let's tell them what the topic is going to be uh in the spirit of being sick sort of and having to recover from things mary and i talked about an old sick memory and that's not that the memory is grotesque or disgusting oh Perhaps it is. It's a memory I have from 1999 of being home sick and doing something. Dragon Ball. Really. With Dragon Ball. So uh, look forward to that for the topic. So we're going to hit you up with some news. We got your topic. We got Julian, you're back to do your DBZ ABCs this week. We got some yep. email stuff. We got some releases. We got, I guess, pretty much a full episode. Let's cruise on through it. Anyone have any last stuff before the news? That's a no. All right, let's hit the news. I get to use my word shenanigans once again. I thought I was done with this, but we have more Atari shenanigans. Fun times. Mary, do you know the name Phil Harrison? No, but I do now. <laughs> okay. Phil Harrison is the former head of Sony Worldwide Studios. He was a pretty big mucky muck over there oh, with guy. Sony. Yes, yes. <laughs> And there's also a guy named David Gardner. You may not know his name, Mary, but I think you've heard of Electronic Arts. That I have. <laughs> so David Gardner is Infogrom's, um, I think he's the CEO right now. And then we have Phil Harrison, who is just brought in over there. Julian, read his title, because it's phenomenal. Director General Delegate, which is basically Director General Delegate, I guess. What? Bloody fuck. <laughs> They're based out of France, I think. Oh, well, then that, that's, so that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I he, thought they were just trying to be fancy. He's essentially the president. So there's a lot of stuff going on over there between bringing in these two, like, really heavy hitter people and how the fuck they got them, um, we'll never really know. Furthermore, Infogrames has put out a letter of intent to purchase all remaining outstanding stock in Atari. So as we know, they, they are the parent company of Atari, but they're going to purchase the remaining shares and see where we go from here. It seems like they really want to get Atari and even themselves back into shape. The big theory I'm hearing on a lot of uh, gaming blogs and podcasts and stuff is that once Atari is all put back together and, you know, not the laughing stock of the industry it is, they'll sell it and try to make some money off of it. So, mm. this relates to Dragon Ball in that, well, Atari still owns the sub-license to make Dragon Ball games over here in North America, and we know they have that until 2010. Being that it is 2008 now, do we see the next two years kind of bringing any of this to fruition? You guys have any future thoughts about what's going to go on here? How fast can this be pulled together? What'll happen? There's so much crazy shit going on, I honestly don't know what to believe anymore because <laughs> crazy stuff just keeps on happening you know, at a week, left field. It's like, what? A week before this, Phil Harrison rumor popped up and someone posted on our forum, it was on like Kotaku and Joystick and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why would Phil Harrison go to someone like a Atari, he didn't quite go to Atari, he went to Infogrames, but like, no. And sure enough, this turned out to be true, and this is just crazy. 
Absolutely crazy. So I say we leave this news behind. Julian, my mouth is hurting. You tell me about some music delays and make me sad. All right. First up, we have the Chosen Shoes, which is being delayed from March 26th to April 2nd, which is only about a week. That's not too bad, all things considered. However, the Super Survivor and more CD single has been seemingly indefinitely delayed. Lantis, the producer of ZCD, says summer. Originally, it was for April 9th, but CD Japan flat out canceled all orders. I want my music. I want my new music. So I only get the CD set. Any thoughts? Why, why would this not be coming out? What do you think? I don't know. It seems like they uh-huh. delay stuff almost all the time. This seems like something really easy to put out. It's a CD single. Super Survivor's been done for a while. Obviously, the new theme for Burst Limit is done because it's been featured in a trailer. What, you slap yeah. the karaoke versions on, there's a couple of images, you're done. Put it out. What's the problem? It's Lantis. They have to reserve space for putting out lots of singles from various harem anime series featuring Moe Blobs oh, and such. Oh, alright. That's what's going on. Thank you for clearing that up. That actually <sighs> explains everything now. Oh, anime industry. Mary, you tell me some more horrifying news about the live-action Dragon Ball movie. Ah, this one I'm happy to report on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so happy. Uh, I'm sure it's old news by now, but it looks like the live-action Dragon Ball movie here in North America has been pushed back from August 15th, 2008 to, drumroll please, (laughs) April 3rd, 2009. Now, here's the thing I was speculating. Okay. Okay, you know, movies get delayed every now and then. Okay. Yes. Um, had this movie come out this year, it would be coming out during the summer, which is still the prime blockbuster summer movie yeah, season. It was going to be up against some pretty heavy hitters or something like so that. So anyway, it's the summertime, right? Yeah. So it's being pushed back to April of next year. Who the, who the crap cares about April? So my theory is that they have no faith in this movie already, and we're already, I now, guess, reserving Mary, it for a shit month. Could it just be so fantastic of a production that it's taking even more money and effort than they possibly couldn't have hey, imagined? maybe. I mean, the optimist in me thinks that would be cool, but no, the pessimist in me says, who the fuck cares You're about April? You're going with the vote of no confidence whatsoever. No confidence. Alrighty. Well, there you have that. Julian, I'm going to kick it back over to you for some Dragon Ball Online stuff. People on our forum have been going through some uh, press conferences, websites, etc. So we're going to kind of run through a couple things here. So thank you, everyone. There are a lot of people that were pulling this stuff together. Um, The three, I guess you would say, races, we kind of have even subsets within those races. What do we have here? Yes, so it looks like the humans have three different divisions, this being your Budoka, martial artist, Kikouka, or spiritualist, and Engineer, which is engineer. And I guess these are kind of like your different character types as you would find in your standard MMORPG type thing, right? I think so. I I guess I've never played an MMO in my life, but that makes perfect sense. Oh, you mean you're not addicted to World of Warcraft? No, I have never played it before. I've never played any MMOs, ever. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Neither have I. Until but... this one comes out over here. <laughs> and Keep going. The, what do we got? For the Namekians, you have, just like the series itself has, the Dragon Clan, responsible for the Dragon Balls and such, although we don't really know what kind of duties they'll have in the game, as well as Senshi, or Warriors. Now, for the Majin, we have some strange appellations, which we're not quite sure about what they mean, but Imajin, which would be strange Majin, or even not Majin, but that sounds weird. Yeah, that uh, is kind of weird. <clears throat> 
as well as Dai Majin, which is Great Majin. So, yeah, we don't really know what those two types are supposed to do. But that's cool. Um, Mary, I specifically remember showing you that female picture. And it was like, oh, it's so cute. And I never would have thought of, like, a character That's pretty like ingenious, that I-, I think. That actually surprised me pleasantly. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing, especially what they do with uh, the Majin characters, what we can do with them. I'll pull it over to a couple other things that people have uh, extrapolated here. There will be no Saiyajin in Age 1000, which is when this actually takes place. However, you can go into the past to meet them, like Goku and Vegeta during the actual timeline of events. Um, Shenlong can be summoned for rare items by gathering the Dragon Balls. There will be Tenkaichi Brokai for competitions. Uh, you'll get some quests from Trunks to go time machine, time travel, that kind of stuff. And it looks like they're still on task for beta in Korea by the end of 2008 in Japan in 2009. Now, I guess a higher quality version of that um, opening trailer has come out, and people have pulled out some words from those opening couple pages. So, Julian, let's uh, let's click here, scroll down a bit, and kind of look at some of this stuff. So, what they're able to look out look at from the trailer is that age seven seven nine is lunch succeeds in some sort of breakout a hundred times. Something happens involving Uranai Baba, and later on you have age seven eighty is when uh, Pilaf attempts to conquer the world, only to fail yet again. Age seven ninety, Boo declares that he has taken a lover. <laughs> Whoa! Stop it right there. Gross. This is awesome. Continue. Oh, no. Is it Mr. Satan? <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> Age 800 and something. Gohan, perhaps, launches something, perhaps a martial arts school, and something happens involving remnants of something, which appear to be wearing the same type of battle armor as Frieza Forces War. Age 825, an amusement park of some sort is open. Yay? Yay! Ha- the happiest place on the dragon world. Okay. Age 800... whatever. Something happens involving new Namek, meteors fall, which appear to be the remains of planet... Yardrad? Ooh, this is kind of interesting to me. Yes. Age 853, the people of Yardrad establish a city of some sort, or some sort of home which has an odd name. Age 891, the people of Yardrad build something or other. Something involving the Tenkaichi Budokai occurs. Age 900, the people of planet Yardrad are placed in charge of developing a time-traveling machine. Okay. Um, age 974... And ethologist named Dr. H something does something involving something called animal dot something. <laughs> like I, guess, I, I guess it was lots of somethings. Well, you know, it's kind of hard to make yeah, out. Yeah, the words are cut off and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, age 974, something involving a sacred place, which could perhaps be Cardian Tower. Um, let's see. Age 988, Kinoko Rocks, whoever that is, is felled by a gang known as Paella. Paella? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, age 900 and whatever. Something. Something. <laughs> age 998. The Capsule Corporation mean, begins to mass-produce some type of robot. Oh. <laughs> Wait don't a minute. Al- I know where the story they- goes. <laughs> don't they do that already <laughs> in Goku's time? Uh, age, age 1000. A gulf in the time stream emerges, and with it comes Trunks, the Time Guardian. Time Patrol Trunks. Okay. Rascals that bear a similarity to the Red Ribbon Army appear. Uh-oh. And, Temporal anomalies. And that takes us up to, like, the current events of the game. So, uh, kind of thoughts on things here. I really like the Planet Yard Rat stuff. That, that sounds so intriguing. sad. What? <laughs> that, they got blown up. <laughs> they fell. They're people. Aw. I like that uh, lunch is breaking out of jail time and time again. Pilaf's still failing. About her. Yeah. Cool. Julian, what do you think about these kind of story elements? Anything intriguing to you here? Just, ha. Huh? <laughs> 
So this is a very unusual event that we're not expecting. I concur completely, but I'm looking forward to seeing how this all plays out. So uh, that was actually a decent amount of news for the week. So thank you, everyone. With that, we're going to take it on over to the topic. Mary. Mike. I've kind of been sick. Yeah, um, no, I mean, you haven't been sick, but the, um, results of what, you know, you've been up to kind of are similar to what a sick person goes through. Yeah, I think so. That was vague. Well... Well, let's explain. Um, I got my wisdom teeth out, and because of that, I pretty much sat around for a while and didn't really know where I was or what was going on. A little bit of hallucinating. It's all because of the drugs, man. It was the drugs. That was painkillers, which I finally got off of yesterday, and I've been a sentient being. You're talking. I am talking. You were talking for, like, most of the week. I'm kind of struggling. We'll see how far I get with, you know, this segment of the recording and all that. But what we're going to talk about is what you do when you're sick, when you're home, when you're home from school, when you're home from work. When you're stuck home and you've got nothing but your technological goodies like your DVDs and your video games. And obviously this involves Dragon Ball in your collection. That's correct. Because, you know, when you're a kid, you want to sit home and you want to do stuff. You want to... You're not at school. You want to do all your fun things and catch up on your toys and your games and all that stuff. So we're going to discuss that with regards to Dragon Ball. So I've been out of commission for the last week. You think maybe, oh, I'll catch up on some stuff. Well, I caught up on some stuff that wasn't Dragon Ball. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Me too. Except I wasn't sick. You were at work. What were you doing? I mean, after work. Oh, okay. I um watched Pokemon's movies. Mike? Yes. Need I remind you of your age? Yeah, well, we'll talk about that. Don't worry. <laughs> But 10 years ago, well, not quite 10, but close to it, is what we're really going to discuss. And kind of, you know, when we were in the the heyday of Dragon Ball's huge in this country, our fandom was probably near its height, running our sights big time, the big shits. What did we do when we were home from school, sick or something like that? I have a very specific example that very much resonates in my memory. And I think it does in me yours. Me too. I vividly remember this. And this is probably... Even though it was me. I, even though it was you. And you didn't know me back. One of my earliest internet memories of you, and right. that sounds so creepy. I don't remember too much about it. We'll we'll see if anything comes back to me. So I'm going to take you guys back to the year 1999. So it's 2008 now. This was, what, nine years ago at this point? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it just turned 2008, so. Well, true enough. Oh, wow. So this was the time of season three, Funimation. Funimation had done two seasons of Dragon Ball Z in syndication on television. That began in 96. They did Dragon Ball the year earlier with uh, 13 episodes. And so they did those two seasons. They kept rerunning. Saban left. All those shenanigans went on. They went to Cartoon Network in 98. Cartoon Network replayed those same two seasons. Finally, in 1999, Funimation was going to do their own all-new episodes of DBZ. Now, if you remember correctly, Mary, these episodes first came out on VHS. Yes, two tapes. Two tapes. new saga. Actually, I think maybe a couple more might have come out before they aired on TV. I think the first to Friza tapes came out. It aired in September. That's when the episode started airing on TV. But the tapes were definitely the out first. The tapes were the first exposure because there was a big hullabaloo, which we'll get to. Which is what we're getting at. So my memory is being home, sick from school. So in 1999, I 
junior or well, a sophomore. I don't remember. No, 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 not a sophomore. I don't remember what time of year it was that the tapes came out. I graduated from high school in 2000, so I was either a junior or a senior, probably a junior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I graduated in 99. Right, exactly. So now that I've placed where I was in time and how old I am now back then... For whatever reason, I was home, I was sick, I was super sick, I stayed home. That was the miraculous day that those first two season three tapes came in the mail, and I watched them. And that is probably my, not fondest, but most vivid sick memory of sitting and doing crazy shit with DBZ. Now let's talk about your reaction, because I think that is key here. My my reaction? You want to know what my reaction was? Well, I know my take on what your reaction was as a reader. I thought it was a joke. (laughs) <laughs> I seriously thought in my, you know, late teen years, Mr. Big Shit running the site, thinks he knows everything. I thought these tapes were jokes. I could not believe that these were real products. I thought they were going to be laughed out of Cartoon Network. Aww. I mean, let, let's place where this is, though. This is 1999. This isn't even a, oh, I don't like the dub kind of thing. Funimation's cast had done a movie. They did Dragon Ball Movie 2. Some people. Mm-hmm. These so this was people... like their first thing at the gate. Right, exactly. So I remember as a reader going to your site, because I used to go to your site, you know, I used to hate well, what you wrote and stuff. Let's place the site at the same time. Mary, you and I started our sites in early 98. I started January 1998. So at this point, my site had already been running probably a year and a half at this point. Mm-hmm. And we had been into the series years prior than that. So we've already been fans of the show in the Japanese version specifically at that point, even for a few years. Right. Continue. So um, anyway, I was a visitor of your site and I went there because I love to read your rantings because I always disagreed with them. But I liked how passionate they were. I liked how well written they were. And I liked that someone actually had the balls to say they didn't like something, even though I didn't agree with it. And it made me angry, but I kept going for more anyway, like a glutton for punishment. <laughs> right. In any event, I distinctly remember reading these when you updated updated with them because i remember thinking this really can't be that bad this this guy just hates everything i I find it hard to believe these tapes are that bad and then i finally maybe i got them myself i i I think i might have gotten them myself probably and i watched them and i think i was like oh Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's got to be very difficult for a lot of today's probably younger or maybe just even seasoned dubs fans place themselves at that time in 1999. We're coming off of an established voice cast and we're getting this. It was such like a culture shock almost. It's like I can see what they're trying to do. Like they're they're obviously going for the imitation route and... It was just not so good. And look at what Funimation is doing now with their revised English dialogue for the season sets. They've almost admitted that these are horrible. Well, no, I mean, of course they could admit that now. I mean, everyone's got to start somewhere, and even them. Right. I mean, it wasn't like they were an official seasoned veteran dubbing group or anything. No, they were essentially still looked at as the four kids of the industry mm-hmm. a- Before at the time. there was a four kids. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, I'm... I'm surprised those tapes didn't make you sicker. I'm thoroughly surprised. I remember thinking, um, I was watching them, and I was already at a point where I was like, the dub is kind of like a lost cause to me. I'm already a fan of the Japanese version. It would take a lot for a new dub to come along, really win me over, really get me to be thoroughly interested and a huge fan of it. It was more of like a a curiosity at that point. Oh, I got to see what Funimation is going to be doing with it, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's no way I was going to love it. I I just could not anticipate 
the reaction that I was going to have. I guess you didn't days. know it was going to be that awful. It was really that shocking and surprising to me. I remember thinking like, this is a joke. The voices are going to just switch right back. Ian Corlett's going to be back, right? Right? You guys are kidding. Because right? I mean, it even started with Rock the Dragon. So as it was starting, you still kind of have that false hope of like, it's not really what we think it's going to be. It's not really what we think it's going to What did I just hear? I remember hearing that very, very hollow, narrow-banded um, Falconer music that starts and the voices that come and just... I remember Schimmel's acting at the time. It's just like... Oh no! You know, just that very, very <laughs> over dramatic, not knowing how to act. And I know a lot of these actors have maybe commented on some of their, you know, how they've played the roles, and some of them have gone back and redubbed some of the lines. Some of them are like, you know, I was really passionate about that, and you can hear it. And I, you can hear that some people enjoyed doing what they were doing at that time. I'm just at such a loss of words to describe what was going through my head at the time as what, like a 17 year old, 18 year old Dragon Ball fan and just being well, just, confused. Just go back and read what you wrote. I, I, I guess I could. I'm sure I have it around somewhere. I'm sure In fact, I, could I think it, it would somewhere. be a great thing if you could find it and we could put it up with the show just as like a time capsule kind of thing. I'm, I'm, not that I'm embarrassed about it or concerned about it because it's a valid opinion. It's a valid opinion of that time and it's, like you said, like a time capsule. Maybe I would write it differently now. I would probably write it very differently. You're now. probably embarrassed at, wow, is I really Really this angry? <laughs> Maybe you're embarrassed about your writing style and grammar. Maybe I, I don't know, but again, I feel it was a very valid opinion to have. A lot of people shared that opinion, and it's really interesting now seeing how Dragon Ball fandom has evolved and how the Funimation cast has really, you know, gotten their roots in there with the fandom. And Funimation is so well loved, and to us, we look at it and we constantly think like season three, season four, kind of really. The, those are the voices you guys are talking about? And that's how I feel sometimes. But then we see them in different shows, and it's like completely different well, people. We've said this enough on the show. I mean, I don't want to keep driving this point home. It's like, yes, we don't like it. So yeah, I think it's time to quit while we were ahead <laughs> okay. with this conversation. So that's my my sick memory. I don't remember writing it. All I remember is getting the tapes and watching them and, and going, I had to do something about it. I have to go write on my oh, website. You're one of those, one of those self-righteous fans, aren't you? I don't know. I just remember getting the tapes and watching them. That's my my sick memory. I'm sure I've had lots of instances. We all do where we're sick. We just sit and marathon a show for a day because... No, we can't eat. We can't get up. We're bedridden. Let's watch the whole cell saga kind of thing. I, I think I was asking you, you don't really have any memories of doing anything well, weird like that. because the thing is, I never got sick. Oh. Miss never get a cold ever in her life. Oh, no. I get colds in my life. But... I remember your senior year of college. You probably got what was oh, God. like the plague. <laughs> and it was during finals too but um i don't believe i did anything dragon ball related back then but <laughs> the only dragon ball memory i have relating to something where i was doing something else was i remember working on a chemistry project in high school and i was supposed to have my attention fully you know into this project it was a weekend i was working on it was like a diorama or something and i just bought um the day previously um the movie four fan sub so I had, I had movie four playing on the tv while i'm working on this chemistry project i'm like this movie's kind of bad i think you have <laughs> mentioned this before okay you and i have had our watched it once watch it again to see if it was really that bad and it yeah. was and then maybe later on we watch it again right kind of experience but um we were talking about how you got your wisdom teeth pulled out uh-huh 
And I confirmed with my mom that I got my teeth pulled out in 99. Uh So I would have been working on my site back then, too. And yet I have absolutely no memory of being out, being laid out. Um, I had my teeth taken out in winter break, so I would have been stranded at home anyway, essentially. And yet I don't have any memory doing anything specifically Dragon Ball related or site related. Well, Mary, I don't have any memory of the last week myself, so. True, true. I mean, all I remember is eating, you know, the same food over and over again. Yeah. But I would like to think that I would watch, you know, Dragon Ball to make me feel better. Maybe, Maybe I did. Maybe you did something productive. You should go look at your updates from, like, that month or I that think they might period. be lost. Oh, really? I think I actually, because lost my site kept going down, yeah, you know, yeah, every couple of months. You. And I would lose a lot of files, yeah. so I might actually only have updates from like 2000 onward, which I'm really sad about because I do want to go back and see how awful Some my writing stuff. is from 98. I, I know, it's interesting. <laughs> it's embarrassing. It is, it is. Oh, great. Well, this was um, another um, thinly veiled attempt at a topic because Mike's under the weather. Well, I, I've had no idea what's been going on for the last week. I only just came out of delusions yesterday, so it was kind of hard to try and plan a topic. But you are allowed to take a rest, you know. No, I'm not. It's it's not. It's not healthy, man. It's not an option. Must trek on forward. Oh, you just love your fans. No, I... I Why'd you go marry them? I love talking about this stuff. It's fun to me. It's fun to think about those old it's days. It's fun to think about being angry and pissed off and an angsty teenager. And, and in high school. <laughs> oh, I don't miss those days. It's great being an adult. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm still having trouble talking a little bit. don't speak money. Maybe we'll quit while we're ahead, like you said, on this segment, while I can still somewhat form words and thoughts. Mary, thank you for sharing my sick memories with me. Yes, I'm I glad I can actually remember mine more than this your This was, own. you know, one of those rare things that we could share together before we actually met each each other Aww. so it's kind of sweet and creepy because i'm looking at you it's like i'm marrying that guy that was writing this rant about the season three <laughs> tapes is this really okay <laughs> what do you mean is this really okay <laughs> i don't know i mean you're angry about these tapes like whoa <laughs> they were bad <laughs> misplaced anger i guess it's better than killing puppies oh thank you mary with that concluded let's take it back on over to julian and do his japanese dbz abcs Julian, it's time for DBZ ABCs, and we're doing the Japanese style now. We've done A, E, U, so we're up to E. Yes, and you just made me forget what I was going to say. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) What was it? Ah. So I was originally planning on doing Emma Dayo for this, but I think we did that last time. Yeah, I think so. So I had to do a quick search for something else. So we're doing Hisao Egawa, who is um, a voice actor. He was the one who played Spopovich in the series. As well as number 14 in movie 7. Yes. Oh, and also uh, Godo Gadon in um, Saijin Zetsumetsu Keikaku. Cool. So hey, we have some multiple roles, and it looks like Anime News Network also lists Namekian B in movie 6. Ooh. <laughs> I All love right. that guy. <laughs> but he's been in a seriously large amount of movies and series and such. Looks but... like a lot of bit roles here and there, but in everything. Yeah, basically. He has a few recognizable, you know, face type roles in One Piece, like Corgi, the government agent, as well as Kurobi, one of Arlong's lackeys, but I don't really recognize many of the other names on here. No. <laughs> Even for series that I know I've seen, I'm like, who is that? Mary, who is Michan in Beck? 
I'm totally drawing a blank. <laughs> oh, man. I think it was a bar owner. Okay. Oh, that, yeah. that sounds about right. I can't believe I can answer that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. So that was kind of our last minute DVZ ABCs, Julian. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. I couldn't think of anything else. Well, I think we'll do better next week because we've done A, E, U, A. So next week is O. And oh. I know that there's lots of O stuff out there. Uh-huh. Uh, oh. Ah, good. Well, thank you, Julian, for telling us about... Cool. So with that done, let's take it over to some quick releases. It's tough trying to find out what's going on with releases. I think it's just that it's a slow month. So the only thing that came out was on the 5th was Dragon Ball GT R2 DVD Volumes 3 and 4. Are we talking about March or February? Because the outline... I know it says February, but it was March. These were episodes 13, 18, and 19 to 24, and these are 3,990 yen each. And I guess that's about it for March. I know there's a lot of stuff coming out in May, so maybe we'll all just have to wait until then to see what's coming out. Let's do an email. We're going to do one email this week because uh, the mail server keeps going down and I can't pull down the new emails. Julian, read the one email we got here from Tony Vo. Will do. So, Tony Vo writes us saying, In your rumors guide, you said that Trunks can't reach SSJ2, Super Saiyan 2. And your reasoning was that because it was a big deal when Gohan ascended to Super Saiyan 2 and beat Cell. That's two periods and not three or whatever. However... You didn't consider the big deal that could have been over Gohan's power and not over the Super Saiyajin 2 transformation. We all know two Saiyans can have different strengths even if both are Super Saiyajin form. For example, Trunks and Goten in early Super Saiyajin form can't beat Vegeta or Goku. Also, Super Saiyajin Goten was slightly weaker than Super Saiyajin Trunks. What I'm trying to say is, people weren't surprised at the new Super Saiyajin 2 form that Gohan transformed into. The big surprise was over the fact that Gohan's Super Saiyajin 2 form was even more powerful than Goku's and Vegeta's Super Saiyajin 2 form. Now back to Trunks. During the Cell Saga, when future Trunks fought Cell, he clearly became an Ascended Super Saiyan. Even the episode was titled Trunks Ascended. Sorry. Later on, during the Majin Buu Saga, episode 230, Super Saiyan 3. Goku clearly stated that an Ascended Super Saiyan is also known as Super Saiyan 2. So there you have it. Future Trunks was indeed able to become Super Saiyan 2. Oh dear. Mary, do you have something to say? <laughs> this argument is completely discredited because it uses quote-unquote facts from the dub. <laughs> okay. Well... Enough said. You know, let's take it back to our, I guess, our topic almost. We're, we're not fans of the dub. We know that we're not fans of the dub. But even if but, we don't like the dub, it doesn't change the fact that the information in the dub is wrong. Like, what Vegeta going Super Saiyan 2? No one turned Super Saiyan 2 before Gohan did. End right. of discussion. I, I think what the confusion really lies with is this actual word, ascend. In the way Bullshit word! <laughs> Sorry, this... It, it's a fantastic Tencent word for Funimation to use, except by using it and like and acknowledging that there are stages within the original Super Saiyan and trying to prove their own points about the stages. Like they're just further confusing dub fans. Well, you wouldn't think? Wouldn't ascended correlate to the fan term of Ultra? 
Yes, exactly. So yes. let's take it over to those phrases. I think we've actually talked about this in the past, but questions like, did Goku die on Namek? What's a Dai Zenju? And did Trunks turn Super Saiyan 2? These are like questions that we need to address like every 20 episodes or so because they, they always come up. So Julian, why don't you describe to me what these phrases are and what they they mean? Okay, so <clears throat> what you really have is the base Super Saiyan to start off with. Now this is what Goku does on Namek. This is what Vegeta does to fight against number 19. Trunks can do it to fight against Frieza. And, you know, it's the basic thing with the hair standing on up and turning gold and the eyes turning green. Right, right. But um, in order to get to the next level, they start training themselves really hard. But <clears throat> the best they're able to do is this kind of bloated form with huge, gigantic muscles that slows them down a lot. And this is what Vegeta does. This is what Goku does, but decides not to use it. And this is what Trunks does when he tries to fight against Cell the first time. Basically, what happens is, well, what they ended up calling this, and I think this is Goku's terminology, is that they sort of end up making transformations of the first level. So that you, what they consider being um, Super Saiyajin to begin with is called Ichi Dankai, which means the first level. And then the second level, which is, you know, what Vegeta uses against Cell, is like Super Saiyajin Dai Ni Dankai, which is the second level of Super Saiyajin. And then what Trunks tries to use and gets slowed down too much because of it is Daisan Dankai, which is even more gigantic muscles and even slower speed, which is Daisan Dankai, or the third level of Super Saiyan. But this is complicated by later on. Basically, Gohan obviously has something that exceeds that entirely when Cell egging him on inadvertently causes him to unleash his anger. Now, this has a lot smaller muscles, leader mass, and lightning and such, and even spikier hair. And this is what they begin calling Super Saiyajin 2. No qualifications of being X such a level of Super Saiyajin, just Super Saiyajin 2. So, you know, completely different level. I guess we can also say that it's not even named this until retroactively later in the series when Goku starts describing all of the stages to Boo. Um, that, that's the one I remember most specifically where he says, this is Super Saiyajin, this is the level of Super Saiyajin that exceeds Super Saiyajin, I guess you could call it Super Saiyajin 2. So stay, Super Saiyajin 3, you know. So even in there, he completely ignores levels two and three of the first transformation. So I kind of think of it like this, like Super Saiyan 1A, 1B, 1C, and then two. That's a really, really good way to describe it. In fact, I really wish people had just done that. (laughs) We weren't very smart back then. What the fuck are we thinking with Ultra Super Saiyan? Damn it, Curtis Hoffman. What have you done to us? I don't know. It's really important to stress. Trunks that we see in the series does not go super saiyajin 2 he does not go the same thing that gohan does he does not go the same thing that we see goku and vegeta do later on in the series he doesn't need to for the trunks in the, or for the cell in the future because cell hasn't absorbed anybody right right he just he's just regular super saiyajin takes him out no problem and there's always the question of could he later on down the road gohan's half saiyajin trunks is half saiyajin could he have also gone super saiyajin 2 and i think we had an email about this and mary your response was why the hell not but the important thing is we don't see it. Yes. We don't know. We, 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 we just don't know. I mean, he could send a letter back from the future and be like, oh, by the way, I've exceeded this level. 
level. You know what? Uh, you thought you should know. Isn't that cool? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll find out in Dragon Ball Online. All right. Um, you know, this person very obviously was referencing the rumor guide, which I thought explained it well enough. And it links over to our transformations page as well, which um, we have screencasts, we have the Japanese text, we have pretty thorough explanations over there. Well, clearly, your rumor guide is just too well written. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I mean, how can it compare to Ooh and Pupple? <laughs> Ooh and Pupple. I didn't mean to have Julian read the email the way it was written. <laughs> no, no. Emails like that deserve to be read that way. <laughs> Sorry, I'm an asshole, but, you know. Well, I, I can kind I'm of... I'm the old angry woman of the show. I can kind of agree, because, like... It, we're not wrong about this. I'm pretty confident we have the right information, you know? Considering all the research that went into this, yeah. <laughs> so, you can go... Well, no, I, I, I can read it again. No, no, it's did, okay. No, no more case. accents. Did you have a rumors card? You said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like accents. <laughs> So go check out the rumor guide and the transformation guide and all that. Uh, if you would like to send us emails, hopefully we can get these emails in the future. I'm not going to ask Mary where to send them. I'm going to ask Julian where to send them. Julian, where do you send these emails? You send them to, was it, podcast at dicex.com. That is correct. If our mail server is actually up. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so um, hopefully we'll be able to access more of your emails in the future soon. Right now we're having some hosting difficulties. But with any luck, things will be back up and running and we'll be able to answer more of your letters. Cool. Send us questions, comments, top five suggestions. Um, what else you want people to send? Love letters. Love letters to Julian. Fan art. No, no fan art. Just love letters. Julian wants love letters. Lots and lots of love letters. Uh, that's okay. your job for next week, everyone. Send Julian creepy love letters. I think that's going to wrap oh, up dear. the episode. Um, we got some cool stuff coming up in the future. I'll see if I can pull one of them together for next week, but maybe going into April, we'll see how that works out. We got some interviews coming up. We'll do a contest again in the near future, and that that's awesome. So let's say goodbye to everyone. Say goodbye to Mary. Mary, it's 9.31. In half an hour, the line starts for Brawl. Yeah, but the weather is... It's insane. <laughs> I don't think we'll go right away. I, yeah, I think we'll get there. We'll get there closer right. to twelve. Yeah. And it's all like I mean I know our schedules have been weird. I'm personally not raring to put it in tonight. Uh, I, I am. To, Thank you. I want to give it my full attention when I'm awake. Fine. Get out of here. Go edit your video. I'll edit the podcast. Whatever. I'm gonna take a break from the video. Okay. Well, plug away and say goodbye. Right. So this month marks the ten year anniversary. Yes. Of my website, Temple of Trunks, which unfortunately has been fairly. St- Static, but um, you know, it's still got things to look at. You can find it at www.templeotrunks.com. Cool. Anything else to say? No. Okay. Julian, yep. you and I, Dies and Shoe EX. That's the site. It's a podcast. It's all the cool things. It's all the rage. Where do you find it? Well, um, assuming it's up, you can find it at www.daizex.com. That's dizex.com. Word. So thanks to Mary. Thanks to Julian. Thanks to Tara for chasing her tail around a little bit in the background during the recording of this episode because she thinks she's a dog. She's a kitty. Right, Tara? All right, let's say goodbye for Mary, for Julian. My name is Mike, Vegito EX, and I'm going to go get Smash Brothers! Have fun! ま、毎度大前週EXにご乗車いただきまして、誠にありがとうございます。次回もお楽しみに!
、毎度大前週 EX にご乗車いただけ、いただけ、<笑> That was great. 